0: Today is a quick break from our usual podcast content to tell you about a new virtual summit I've organized. And this one has a rather unusual twist. Now, I'm a big fan of summits, both as an attendee and a speaker, because, Jo, I learn so much. But sometimes they can get a bit, well, long. Often it can be difficult to pick out the best bits. And if you're not careful, you can end up watching hours and hours of content just to get the gold. That's why I've created a new style of summit, and this is the world's shortest video summit. Each contributor had to provide their best tip for making video in 60 seconds, and I can tell you it was tough. Contributors have covered everything from your tech setup to your voice to marketing your videos, and today I'm joined by one of those contributors, so we have a chance to get to know them just that little bit better. So first of all, I'd like you to introduce yourself and tell our friends listening a little bit about your background, please.
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me, Lee. My name is Bridget Eileen Cisco. I am in New Jersey currently, and I'm the founder of Exalted Publishing House. I have a podcast, and I do a lot of work with women entrepreneurs in the visibility space, so helping them use their voice. And I'm 28, so this has pretty much been, you know, the last five years of my life creating this business and. Prior to that, I had a sales job in New York City. I was working in advertising sales, not enjoying it very, very much because I like relationship building, which we'll probably talk about later. And in addition to that, I studied digital communications and marketing in college and actually used to do research papers on how people make money online using social media. So it's pretty funny that I'm here today and getting to share just everything I love with the world and especially with your listeners daily.
0: No, it's an absolute pleasure to have you with us. I really liked your story and I would love for you to tell the audience more about your business and what it is that you do.
1: Yeah. It's so funny. I'm so grateful to do this and to be able to even say that this is my business. And the mission behind my business is amplifying the voices of women entrepreneurs. So uniting women together through storytelling. And I do that through the publishing company. We do solo author books. We do co-authored books. So we bring them together. I have a podcast called She Builds Empires. So I interview these just incredible, incredible business owners who are making six, seven, eight figures and talking about who they are behind the business and beyond the business, because that's what I want to know. And I also get to support the women entrepreneurs to use their voice and to feel safe to be seen online and in their business and in the work that they do. Because the people I work with typically, I always say they're not selling McDonald's hamburgers. They're doing good work in the world. And typically in the healing space, the consciousness space, the wellness space, the sustainability space, And all doing things to empower humanity to love themselves more and take better care of themselves. So I feel it's a really big mission to have on this planet. I'm very grateful that my business gets to support these incredible humans.
0: So you don't really do things by halves then? (laughs) I guess not. No, if you're going to do it, go big.
1: Absolutely. I've always been like that and I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So To do something creative and create a big business out of it is not the craziest idea in my family at least
0: that must be really interesting because i don't come from a family of entrepreneurs like my family all did trade jobs so the fact that i own and run a business is so different from anything else that anybody has ever done so it's yeah it's an interesting one i think life would have been very different if i had come from a family of entrepreneurs (laughs)
1: I completely understand both sides because my husband's family is the same way. So I I get both sides of that coin.
0: It's really funny now because my youngest son is 13 and he's doing finance and business at school. And it's his favorite subject because of course he's been brought up around business because it's always been such a big part of my adult life. So for him, it's second nature. And it's really interesting. He's so excited to go and do finance. He's the only person I've ever met that's gone, I've got finance today, work. (laughs)
1: was my least favorite subject. Microeconomics threw me for a loop, let's just say that.
0: Yeah, we're not all built to do maths, that's for sure. Why did you decide to take part in the video summit?
1: I loved your concept. I loved the concept of a short, sweet, bite-sized bit of information, and you and I were talking before we started today that since we've now had, you know, two and a half years of being online solely, The Zoom webinars, that long length of sitting in front of the computer is not what people desire. Like, we want to be outliving our lives. So, I liked your idea. I liked the concept. And I thought it was a good challenge for me personally, also.
0: Yeah, it definitely was a challenge across the board. Some people did better than others. Some of the videos came in at two minutes plus, and the brief clearly said 60 seconds. (laughs) This is a one minute challenge. And then they come in at like two minute 15, and you're like, really? I've got to edit this. I mean, a couple of seconds I can cope with, but really? So yeah, having said that, how did you pull off giving your tip in 60 seconds-ish?
1: So I have had some practice doing video, which is why I wanted to come into this space. And I've always practiced being direct, succinct, and to the point. So I took my main topic, which was like adding storytelling into our video content and being more human in video. And I just took out like two or three main points of here's what I'm going to say. And I recorded it a lot of times, I'm gonna be honest because I was like, oh, dang it, this is too long. She wanted 60 seconds.
0: (laughs) So be honest, how many takes?
1: I think it was like five. Oh, that's not bad. (laughs) But typically I'm like live and go.
0: I think even I took three takes to do mine and you know, I've been doing this a while now. (laughs) five's not too bad I did a podcast interview a while back with a guy called Rick Toon who is a director of art I've probably got his title completely wrong but basically he's like the head cameraman in Hollywood movies and things and he said there was one time he did 50 takes with Kevin Costner with three words so it kind of puts things into perspective that you know takes are not a bad thing lots of takes not necessarily a bad thing it happens
1: absolutely and The way I see it is it's more practice. And I always tell people speaking is not a spectator sport. You cannot learn this in a book. You have to get in the ring. You have to practice.
0: I like that. That's good. One of the things that I teach is people to be more confident on camera. And I think sometimes they turn up with the idea that I can give them a magic wand or a pill or something. And it's not actually you have to do the work. You have to be ready to get out of your comfort zone. You have to put your big girl pants on and get on with it. And it is absolutely right. It's not a spectator sport. You just have to do it.
1: You do, and it's unsexy, but we do it.
0: it. Gets better. It does. It gets easier too. Absolutely. So there's only so much that you can fit into one minute, and it's actually you know between 150 and 180 words. Is there anything that you didn't get to say in that 60 seconds, maybe a pro tip that you'd like to give the audience now?
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll give everyone a little bit of a background of my video journey. I think that would help. So prior to having the publishing company, I was working as a holistic health coach and I had a Facebook community as well as in-person Women's Circle community. And every single week I would go on video and I would teach on one topic. And I would simply show up, be myself, and share value, knowledge, and action steps that they could take to be the leader of their life. And that then progressed into working in the entrepreneurship space. And I decided to focus my business solely on helping women use live video to sell more of their courses and programs. So very similar to you, Lee, it was helping them feel more confident, helping them understand the topics to speak about, helping them you know, make the ask and the offer and the invitation to work with their potential clients. And something that I always like to remind people is the reason video, one of the reasons I believe video works so well is because my mentor called it the microwave me- method. You're able to give value, show up, be human and make an offer in a smaller period of time. And when we're all trying to build know, like, and trust in any business, To show up on video, to be seen physically, how you move your hands, how you hold your body, and how you speak, it builds this instant sense of connection and trust. So I always say if someone's hiding behind their content and they're just writing posts, those things are static. They have no life to them. We have to bring regular business into the online space. In a regular business, you would be at your storefront or you'd be on the phone talking to customers and clients. And we get to bring that same philosophy into online business and especially video. So if you're not showing up online or using video and letting people see you, I think you're doing a disservice. There's
0: a lot of wisdom in what you say there, a huge amount. And I hadn't thought of it with the idea of when you have a bricks and mortar business, which I do. You're exactly right. I am speaking face to face on a daily basis or I'm answering the phone. So I'm already having that communication, but it is shifting the same thing effectively into the online world.
1: Absolutely. I'm a a Kundalini yoga teacher and a yogi for a long time. And one of the things that they talk about in Kundalini yoga is sound and how sound connects us, but sound changes consciousness. And I really do believe in the power of the voice because you're able to develop a sense of trust with someone through the voice. We all hear those robo-callers and there's something about it that doesn't feel genuine. But when you listen to someone truly speak in a way that feels like it's from their heart and they feel like they're genuine and you can feel this in someone's voice, it can then convert if we're talking about clients, but build that know, like, and trust.
0: Yeah, 100%. So as a content creator, how do you market yourself and your business?
1: How do I market myself and my business? I will say I've moved really into a space of networking and building relationships. Many years ago, I interviewed my dad, fellow business owner on my podcast. And I said, dad, how have you been so successful? And he said, I built relationships and I cared about people. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna make this my mission. Of course, I was already feeling that way. Yet I've started to focus Instead of just online content into networking, having calls with people and just like getting to know each other at the human level instead of just a post, because I think at the end of the day, we want to be more human in the way that we show up online. At least that's how I feel. So to build a relationship and have a go to network of people who I know what they do, what they're good at, how they can help me, how they can help my clients, I can refer them it's been working really, really well. So I would say networking, building relationships, as well as using social content. And then of course, doing video trainings for my people.
0: Sounds pretty good. That's really well thought through. (laughs) I know we've sort of covered this already, but how did you decide to start using video in your business? What was that switch that you flicked to say, I need to do this?
1: So this was a little bit after I left my corporate job. I went to Ibiza to study yoga and Ayurveda and become a holistic health coach. And I came home and saw people using social media to start businesses and said, "Okay, I'm going to do this. And Instagram stories had just become a feature at that point. And I just started recording myself on stories and I would share tips in those stories. So the seed was already planted. I also come from a family of like actors and actresses and public speaking is not scary for me. So I will say I do have that like seed already planted, which I love to help people with because I get it. I still get nervous. So the seed was already planted and I just continued to show up. And I created this Facebook community and would just use live video on a weekly basis. And it really, really worked really, really well.
0: So it just continued on from from that stage.
1: Absolutely. And I, when it comes to sales, I use video as part of my sales process as well. So instead of getting on a lot of sales calls, I actually use a video that I put in my application page and it talks about, you know, who I am, what I'm looking to do with them, who this is for, like the vision I hold, who it's not for the money, everything there. And it really helps because it saves me time.
0: That's interesting that you actually put the finance element in the video as well, because so many people, I think, kind of hide that till quite late on. But obviously, it can be quite a deciding, polarizing factor as to whether somebody can work with you or not.
1: I absolutely agree. And if you don't want to put the exact rate, maybe you have like a la carte services. I'd recommend giving a range because people respond to pricing. It's like it's either within their realm based on where they're at and their needs or it's not. So I'd rather like save the time that it might take to have that conversation because I'm personally not interested in getting on a call with someone who's not in the financial space. And that's on me, too, to make sure I'm positioning myself correctly in front of the right people and laying it out in front of them for who is this for and who is this not for.
0: I would assume as well, having this conversation at the moment and getting to know you a little bit better, this video would be done with kindness and love, not aggressive and machismo. No,
1: I am so human and I want people, I want people to just feel held in whatever spaces I hold. I want them to know that they're held by another fellow human who's doing their best and I'm going to be me and that's what they're going to get. So yes, thank you for seeing that.
0: So I have a couple of fun questions just to finish off with. So say you're at a business convention, who would you be most excited to meet?
1: Okay, so it's funny you did let me know that this was going to be a question. And I was like, I have no idea who I'd want to meet. So let's let's sit with it a moment. Who would I want to meet at a business convention?
0: Well, the reason I let you know up front, because I know if somebody sprung that question on me and didn't give me a chance to think about it, I wouldn't be overly
1: pleased. <laughs> It's such a great question. You know, this is going to be a a funny answer, but I'd love to meet some of the incredible people I've met online in person. You know, I have, my clients are from all over the world, Australia. We have a lot of Australian authors who work with us, Canada, Mexico, the U S countries all over Europe. And I was saying to you before, it was so beautiful to meet some of the people in person and just have that physical, you know, space sharing. So That's my answer. I'd love to meet some of the people who I've met online in person at a business conference.
0: I think that's a great answer. That's a really good (laughs) answer. And I'd also love to know, what's your favorite film?
1: My favorite film? My favorite film is The Parent Trapped with Lindsay Lohan. I don't know if you've seen that. Have you seen it? I
0: think I have at some stage, but I I can't. Yes. I couldn't tell you what the plot is right now, though.
1: (laughs) It's these sisters, these twin sisters who are separated and I found it amazing because it's done by one actress but it's two separate people and growing up I was like I didn't understand how video could do that like technology my dad had to explain it to me so that's always been one of my favorite just feel-good movies that I should probably watch again
0: well you know maybe that's something for this weekend yeah. I always like feel-good movies as well that my other half he likes things that make you go Ugh. you know it, it'll be fighting and war and blood and guts and I'm like no I want to be happy
1: (laughs) same I think my husband's watching Vikings right now it's very it's very very horrific so that's that's not (laughs) we'll hang out Lee you and I will yeah
0: that (laughs) sounds good well we'll have a watch night no problem finally how would you like our audience to connect with you
1: Sure. So they can connect with me on Instagram at Bridget Aileen Cisco. I'm also the same on Facebook as well as LinkedIn. And my website is BridgetAileen.com.
0: That's brilliant. And we'll make sure all that information goes in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a conversation today. It's been really lovely to get to know you just that little bit better.
1: I absolutely agree. Thank you so much for having me.
0: No problem. The World's Shortest Video Summit is well worth checking out. There are 40 speakers in total with some excellent tips on all aspects of video. And even if you don't like one particular tip, well, you've only wasted 60 seconds. You can sign up for the summit by going to www.worldshortestvideosummit.com. Thank you for listening to the Video Production Academy podcast or watching it if you're viewing us on YouTube. I'm Lee Midlane and I've been your host for this episode. If you'd like more information, resources or free downloads, head over to the Video Production Academy at www.videoproductionacademy.co.uk. Reach out if you have any questions, queries or comments and subscribe to hear more inspiring conversations with business owners just like you who've built their business using video. Until next week, shoot for the moon.